Welcome back to Trailblazer. This week's episode, the second episode, is a conversation that I had with a friend of mine named Raymond Friend. He's a grad student at Penn State University, an avid runner, and a mathematician. But last summer, he decided to ride his bike across the state of Pennsylvania to raise money for Child USA, the leading nonprofit that is working to end child abuse and neglect in the country. In this episode, he shares this ground up crazy idea, how to plan for a trip like this, the unexpected highs and lows from the adventure, and the value of both old friends and new friends that you might meet along the way. Here goes. All right. Hello. Welcome. Hi. How's it going? Good, good. I obviously already know who you are. Um, We've been friends for a while, but I'd like you to start just explaining who is Raymond Friend. Wow, thanks. Uh, I'm Raymond Friend. I am a graduate student at Penn State University. I'm going for my doctorate degree in math, and I'm somebody who likes to run and be outside and just hang out. Awesome. And so we're speaking today because you did this really awesome bike tour around Pennsylvania last summer for Child USA. So why did you decide to do this? Oh boy. So the summer of 2019 was when I graduated from undergrad and I was planning on going right back to Penn State for grad school. So I really was looking for some way to kind of celebrate and escape for a little while. For some time, I was just traveling with friends but it felt kind of like empty because I wasn't accomplishing anything. I was more just enjoying. I was kind of hungry to do something with my time that was meaningful. So important context to me is that I'm from Pennsylvania and I've been here for over 20 years. I've seen so many of the areas like Philly and Scranton and State College and Pittsburgh, Erie. I thought it'd be really cool to connect them all in some way. So that's when I had the initial idea of biking throughout all of them on this like tour day PA. And that was like my initial name for it. But when I started planning it, I was in like full panic mode because I just had like no idea what I was doing. Uh, So one of the blogs that I stumbled across, it was called Tom's Bike Trip. It had some articles about like sponsorships and corporate deals. And I thought, wow, that's like super irrelevant to me. But it did kind of spawn the idea that I could try to make some sort of connection with a cause that's like beyond just me indulging in this trip for myself. So that's when I had to search up different organizations that might mean something to me. The cause that I tried to go for was child abuse because it has some meaning in my life. But I eventually found this organization called Child USA, which is in Philadelphia. Briefly about them, they work on sort of like the legal background of child abuse on bringing like justice to victims of child abuse and neglect. They've done a lot of statute of limitation reforms, which are the deadline that gets set on people who experience child abuse on when they can bring it up. Their goal is to like eradicate or extend the statutes so people can have more time to bring them up. But they've also worked on a lot of other things like ending gay conversion therapy, ending religious exemptions that allow for neglect legally, and reforming family courts that have failed a lot of kids. I asked a few of my friends, relatives who are experienced in biking and asked them like, is this worthy of like asking people for money and donations like this tour that I'm planning? And they all said, yeah. So I went and was just full send on getting people excited about my bike tour for Child USA at that point. 
That's awesome. And going off of that, I, of course, I know you from the world of club running. Um, so why, why did you choose to bike? Why didn't you choose some crazy mileage on foot? To be clear, running is absolutely my go-to. Yeah. It is the people's <laughs> sport. But when it came down to my desire to actually travel, I knew running would have a lot of limitations uh, and more technical challenges with things like food and shelter and water. So I knew biking could offer me more bag space and temporary shelter and some security. And I also knew that it would give me this bigger range to go over. So it would be a very cool way to, for me to connect the areas that I wanted to see. Additionally, I kind of see biking as this thumbs down to car culture and just complacency in general. I think it's like really rewarding to use public spaces that were made primarily for cars to do something, you know, good. <laughs> it's healthy and empowering, all those things. However, I will say that biking next to cars for 12 days straight really decreases your life expectancy. So is that in terms of the probability of you surviving or just inhaling emissions? Honestly, I did inhale a good amount of emissions. Okay. I was like stuck next to this truck for like... 20 minutes and that was the worst but no i had so many run-ins with some pretty fast and negligent drivers so be careful <laughs> wow and so in terms of just getting prepared i know that you had a pretty elaborate map and for a trip like that you have to have preparations for most nights so what did that kind of look like for you leading up to your start date the best way to summarize all of the planning was just invisible hours of work and thought. When I came into this idea, I didn't even own a suitable bike. I didn't know how to fix anything on any bike. So when I finally did all of the research and so when it came down to like the physical aspect of getting a bike, that was really difficult for me. And I had no idea how to fix a bike. So my friends helped me, the web helped me. But ultimately, when I got my bike, I did a lot of purposeful braking and refixing so that I could really get a grasp on how does a bike work, just in case I would need to do any of that stuff during the trip. I tried to be really thorough, though. So in the background, I made my itinerary. I made an equipment list, emergency identification card if I was ever just like found dead, um, contingency plans, sheets of contacts, and this like intricate system for printed directions that I like covered in plastic so I could see them all the time and not have to rely on my phone for directions. Plotting the map and converting it into Strava, where I like mapped it in a GPX file and like writing all the term by turns, that took many full days to finish. But I really benefited from having them. And I think altogether, it was like over 1600 turns throughout the whole trip that I planned. But I relied on my friends and their families to host me. And any of the nights that they weren't able to, I would camp. But that ended up being only one night. So overall, it was a lot of talking to people, making sure everything was A-OK. -okay, but it was super important for the success of the trip. Yeah, I know even from a service level from someone else looking at it, it was a lot of planning. Yeah, and I wanted to be, because it was a fundraiser, I wanted it to be transparent yeah. for other people. So I needed to make not only it clear to myself, but for other people, what I was doing, why they should care, why the cause of donating to Child USA is meaningful and impactful. So I also had to think about the component of like donations and the public part. Yeah, yeah. I think from a public side, it was very transparent. So that's something that a lot of people who are considering doing something like this, I think that they can get a lot of really helpful information by looking that over. 
So is the hardest part or just anything that took you really off guard, whether it was a good thing or a bad thing or whether you don't want to label it, but I'm sure that there was a lot of room for unexpected events to happen in that period of time. That's such a good question. Obviously, I had no idea going into the trip what was going to happen, but that was part of the allure to it. Obviously, I should express gratitude for the people who showed me kindness that I was not expecting. All the people who hosted me or just found me along my trip, they were super caring for me. I made sure I had everything that I needed. But in terms of unexpected things, the first thing I'll say is I had a really difficult day planned for my fifth day. It was 9,000 feet of elevation gain and like 100 miles between State College and Cherry Springs State Park. Uh, A few friends joined me for the whole ride, and we kind of got lost and sidetracked on these just insane gravel roads that that just sucked to be on for dozens of miles. We had our tires blown out, spokes were broken, my knees just felt awful by the end. Ultimately, I had to compromise on my original vision because I couldn't continue from that point. So I had to get past my ego for a second and ask you uh, and Matt to drive me back from Cherry Springs State Park to State College for the day. And that's where I got my bike fixed and I had to recast the route to skip a pretty big chunk of my planned route, but to head back home a little earlier. But I did use this opportunity to devise less intense and more enjoyable days. And I'm really grateful that I had that opportunity to really, in the middle of the trip, rethink what I really wanted out of it. And having more flexibility to explore and mingle with people was ultimately the best choice that I could have made. But it was kind of a blessing in disguise to have so many problems on day five. It just took getting past my ego to see it. But on the, on the lighter side, I had one really fun uh, experience the same night as day five. You, me, and Matt, we went to this restaurant slash art gallery in Coodersport. And it was really cool because we met this guy named Rob. He was this local man who frequented the art gallery slash restaurant. Um, he was in a wheelchair and he invited us over to his table after we like got the door for him to enter in the first place. He introduced us to all the other regulars. And one of the performers sang this really, really problematic song, somewhat misogynistic. I don't want to say anything more besides the title was Erection Connection. Um, I'll leave it at that. But we conversed about a lot of things together. And it was really cool to hear Rob's experience as someone who's been in a wheelchair for the majority of their adult life. That made me insanely appreciate what my legs were doing for me those days. And funnily enough, he had been there so many times, but he never had the opportunity to see the second floor where the majority of the art gallery was. So we went up there and took pictures and showed him what it actually looked like. And that was a really cool time. Everything that happened that night was just like so delightful, but I never would have experienced it had I not just gone out and thrown myself into the world. I guess as someone else who was also there, that was just such an awesome experience. And I'm sure even for you, your tour, the purpose of it was raising money for children who are experiencing things. And yet you learn about a totally different aspect of someone else's life who otherwise you never would have even interacted with. Like it was nowhere close to your intention with the trip. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. He was awesome. Like that was just a really special experience. So you're, you're very right about that. And I think that talks to the point that it doesn't have to be your trip or your planned event for you to get something out of it. So like if you're somebody who knows someone else that's doing something ridiculous, 
and you have the opportunities to support them, I think that not only will you be showing your support to that person, but you're signing yourself up for some of the collateral greatness that comes out of just experiencing something new. So I'm glad I, I, and I appreciate, but I'm also glad that you were able to be a part of that time. Yeah. And so in addition to that, your entire trip, no matter the the intended route, the route that you took, you did a really incredible thing in the world of child advocacy. And you still covered a lot of ground, both physically and metaphorically. Is there anything else other than just what you said that has really stayed with you from your trip? Wow. So I am really humbled that I received so much help and support from my friends during tour and financially for my fundraiser. So I really want to be somebody who can reciprocate that for other people who are doing similar things. But I also feel empowered by the fact that I was able to conceptualize and plan and execute my trip all within such a short window of time during that summer. And trust me, I'm not somebody who's particularly gifted at biking long distances or doing anything hands-on, really. So I really think that there's a lot of opportunity for everybody else. And like you said, the tour connected me with a lot of amazing people at Child USA. So I've made this priceless relationship with them because of it. It taught me a lot about some of the great work that's going on behind the scenes that you don't really see as just like an average consumer of media. So it gave me, it, it restored my faith in humanity a little more for all people in all types of situations. So I guess my last question is, if you could say one thing, one piece of advice to someone who might be listening, who has some sort of crazy idea to get outside and just pursue something that they care about, what would you tell them? What would you leave? Just one thing is hard. So I'm going to try. It could be two if it needs to be. Whatever you feel is important. Maybe it'll be one thing, but just really explained. Ultimately, I say do it. There's obviously something inside that person that's really encouraging them to do whatever plan they've concocted in their head. And whether that's a small or extraordinary gesture, you will at least get a nice sense of self because of pursuing your goals like this. Not everyone has the freedom to do what you can do. And I just don't think that there's ever been a better time to pursue your goals than the present. So I'd say prepare to ask a lot of questions, be willing to work and be vulnerable and get ready to gain some formative experiences that you never could have anticipated. I think that's what I would tell somebody. All right, that's... Wow, that's quite a bit of quite a bit of advice. That makes me want to go out and do something. Oh yeah, we, I should also mention that you should probably if you if you have a crazy idea, go watch somebody else who's done the crazy idea. The movie Free Solo. Oh, oh my gosh, you will want to do something ridiculous like rollerblade across the earth or something. I don't know. There's a ton of inspirational content out there. It'll it'll make you a little too excited. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Hanold is the tip of the iceberg. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I don't know. Looking back on the trip, I'm just so happy that I did it. And I'm proud of myself. And it makes me feel really connected with the people who got to be a part of it. So I hope people can see some of the positives of doing something a little crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. I think from just being someone who had a very small 
amount of participation in it. I think it was incredible. And I think that this is, this story is very worth sharing. So I really appreciate your time, Ray. And I will absolutely link your video in the notes. I'll link your website with a few blog posts that you have. So I'll make sure that all of that is available to anyone who listens if they want to learn more. So by the way, the video is incredible. If anyone wants to check it out, highly recommend. Thanks so much, Bailey. I'm I'm really happy with that video. So I thank you for showing that to people. Yeah, it's awesome. So thank you so much for sharing your crazy idea for blazing your own trail metaphorically to the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, and I, I hope to have this out to the public soon. So thank you very much, Ray. Thanks, Bailey. As a runner who hadn't particularly biked long distances before, Raymond went outside of his comfort zone when he embarked on his tour. And although it was a pretty challenging trip, the power of wanting to make a difference and the grit of carrying it out seemed to be invaluable. Lastly, as he said, it is just as important and just as fulfilling to be a support for those who are going on an adventure for a cause like this. Advocating in any way that you can can help you to learn a bit more about yourself and you'll be directly helping to bring more good to the world. His bike tour video is in the notes below, so feel free to check it out. Thanks for listening to Trailblazer. Catch us next week, and in the meantime, stay inspired to use your outside voice.